0: Coming up on Studos America, I'll speak with Glenn Beck about the many, many ways the Biden administration is already making our lives worse. We figure out whether or not Indiana Jones was into diddling kids. This is actually a thing. We'll get into it. And we dive into a new report showing how much in taxes the wealthiest Americans have paid. The media is melting down, but we know how to cut through the spin, so let's do billionaires.
1: Stew does America.
0: So the brand new story this week about the richest Americans and how much they pay in taxes. It's from ProPublica. Most important, of course, part of the entire report was how the hell do you pronounce ProPublica?
2: One of the co-authors of that report, Jesse
0: Eisenger, is here. He's a ProPublica senior reporter and editor. Okay, okay. Uh. ProPublica, right? I've always called it ProPublica. The problem, though, is the Latin publica. Publica. That's how I guess you're... Well, are, is that how you're supposed to... Check, check out this guy. An investigation by NBC News and ProPublica found... Right? A- Is it Publica or is it Publica? Because if it's Publica, I've definitely been pronouncing the Republican Party wrong my entire life. Not to mention, I've been embarrassing myself every time I walk into a Banana Republic. And I will say, I don't think poob is a bad word, but calling someone a Publica sounds like a really nasty insult. Anyway, you have to assume that their own employees at least know how to say it. So let's see. And we have many more stories to come, and you can uh, reach us with tips uh, at ProPublica at our service page. Ah, okay, so it is ProPublica. Of course, if someone pronounced it wrong, like right to their face to the exact same reporter, he would be sure to correct him, right? Jesse Isinger from ProPublica. Great scoop. Thank you. Oh, well, we didn't get him responding, so that didn't make much sense. Okay, so we now know we have an organization with highly suspect, he did, by the way, he didn't correct him, that was the joke. A highly suspect name that no one knows how to pronounce. We know that's ProPublica, but what about their report? They acquired tons of tax records from the ultra, ultra, ultra rich. And we will totally ignore how they got those records because it had to be completely legal. And by the way, we should point out the exact same excuse was used by social media companies to ban the Hunter Biden story. It was illegally acquired information. We can't possibly allow it on our service. That obviously doesn't matter anymore. So how do they claim the rich are screwing everyone?
2: Average people need income to pay for basics like housing and food. But the ultra wealthy don't. They can just live on borrowed cash. Step one, buy. The ultra-wealthy buy an asset or build a company or inherit a fortune. As long as they don't sell, they own no taxes.
0: <laughs> okay, did you notice any issues with that at all? They buy something and then they don't get taxed at all. Hmm. Well, first of all, depending on what they buy, they may pay, I don't know, sales tax or a million other taxes, but that's not what I'm talking about. You see, the money they are spending already has been taxed. What you are asking for is a second tax on the same money. It gets taxed at the beginning and then they build this amazing company and because of that, you want them punished and taxed again when they spend it. Gotcha. So what do they do with these evil assets?
2: step two borrow they borrow against their holdings and the bank gives them a really good deal ah
0: those bastards why didn't they hold out for a crappy deal they should have demanded the exact same interest rate as the bankrupt vagrant who lives behind the confederate statue in the town green of course anyone could do a version of this and many of us do it all the time for example a home equity loan That's what they're describing. You buy something, in this case, a house, it appreciates in value, and then you borrow against that value. You aren't taxed on that loan like it's income because that would be completely insane. Obviously, us regular people are doing this on a smaller scale, but it's not uncommon at all. Then comes the big secret of the ultra-wealthy. Yes, they've got all the benefits, don't they? They get so lucky at the end of their lives. Listen, how.
2: Step three, die. When they die, these lucky few often use complicated trusts and philanthropic foundations to avoid the estate tax.
0: Ah, these lucky few dead people. Mm, They get to be dead and they get to put their money in a trust or charitable organization to avoid the estate tax. Unlike regular people who, you know, never pay the estate tax in any situation. Nor should they, by the way. Taxing someone for being dead is completely immoral and any person should be able to give their money to their kids without the dumb government in the way. But these evil rich people have to work at it. That's right. Instead of just giving it to their kids, they have to come up with complicated tax structures so that their entire lives work isn't stolen from them and wasted by a corrupt bunch of do-nothing dolts. How dare they be offended by that idea? By the way, sure, people like Jeff Bezos have a pretty sweet life. I will not deny that. They have all the money they'll ever be able to spend and more. But that's the end of the story. Amazon of today is the end of the story. The beginning looked like this. There's Jeff Bezos in his crappy office with a table, not even a desk and a terribly spray-painted Amazon.com logo on the wall that is not even close to being evenly placed on the wall. He built a business from scratch that would later go on to get the entire freaking country through the most deadly pandemic in a century. I'm so sorry, Washington, that you don't get to take more of his hard-earned money. What an incredible inconvenience to you bastard politicians. Surely you should be able to take any amount of his life's possessions that you desire to take, that will make America a truly fair place. You people suck. However, what we're really talking about right now is not buy, borrow, die as a strategy, which by the way, great work, rich people. That's an awesome strategy and I hope to execute it someday. Thanks for the tip. The real news here is ProPublica and their report is that apparently, And this is going to be a shock. Billionaires do not unilaterally institute a wealth tax on themselves when they live in a country without one. I know I was stunned, too. You see, because ProPublica is trying to say that rich people are not paying their fair share of income tax. And they summarize it uh, with like a graphic like this from, of course, the report on ProPublica. Total taxes paid $23.7 million on $24.3 billion. That's only 0.1%, as you can clearly see on the screen. That is insane. Before we move on to how disingenuous this all is, I want you to notice the name, Warren Buffett. If what these rich people are saying and doing is wrong, the worst offender of all, of all the rich people in the entire pro Blipka report the worst one warren buffett obama voter clinton voter barack obama endorser Mm, that guy the worst of all of them i know i was stunned anyway look at that graphic uh, once again he's not paying 0.1 percent in income tax, unless you completely transform how you calculate income tax and tax percentages. His actual tax rate, which for some reason they don't show you, is 19%, $24 million in taxes paid on $125 million in income. Now you might still think that is too low. To be clear, I do not. But it is 190 times as much as they put in the graphic. Why? because they are trying to fool you into thinking your wealth gets taxed. It's not journalism, it's advocacy for Elizabeth Warren's blatantly unconstitutional wealth tax. To be clear, Warren Buffett didn't sell those assets, so he doesn't have that money. It's all on paper. Ask the people over at what used to be the seventh largest company in the world, Enron, if you can always depend on your paper wealth continuing to increase. What they are doing at ProPublica is changing the denominator of a well-known statistic to make it feel much, much worse than it is. For example, in basketball, your shooting percentage is how many shots you make divided by how many shots you take. Everyone knows that. If you watch sports, you make half of your shots, you're shooting 50%. But what if I, Stu Publica, just decided to make a little change? Now, instead, shooting percentage will be the shots you make divided by the shots you take plus... The amount of times you've dribbled in your whole life. All of a sudden, your shooting percentage sucks, doesn't it? Does that tell you a real story? No. And yes, if you read the ProPublica story, you can figure it out if you know what to look for. But I honestly think they are trying to fool people. And I don't even mean idiots on the internet. For example, here's a screenshot from an NBC News report. As you can see, Buffett apparently earned $125 million and his true tax rate, whatever the hell that is, they tried to explain it in the report, but it's basically them just making up a statistic, that is 0.1%. But that's not what the numbers on the screen would indicate at all. Do the math of the numbers that you can actually see, and you would get 19%. Or Elon Musk, he paid $455 million in taxes on $1.52 billion in earnings. Do the math, it's about 30%. But their graphic says 3.27%. How many in the audience are really going to pick that up? Did the person who even made the graphic know what they're doing? Part of me doubts it. And to show you just how dumb this way of looking at taxes is, what happens if Amazon stock went down? Then Jeff Bezos and his total wealth would go down, negative numbers. Are they going to be releasing a report about how Jeff Bezos is paying infinity percent in taxes? I doubt it, but that's what you'd have to do to be consistent. Of course, that hypothetical report would be stupid which tells you quite clearly that this very real report is also stupid. All of this is wrapped around a class envy argument. Why do they get to have all that money when I don't? This used to be criticized as a weakness in character. Look at them, always keeping up with the Joneses. Now it's been rebranded as income inequality and suddenly it's a virtue. But here's the thing. Change the laws so that Jeff Bezos has to pay taxes on the same money three or four times instead of just the two he has to now, and something amazing will happen. Just like he's able to somehow come up with a way to avoid taxes now, he will figure out a way to avoid them in the future. Whether it's some other smart tax strategy, or it's the strategy of getting on his private jet and going to a country that doesn't outwardly hate him because he's done something with his life. To paraphrase Thomas Sowell, the minimum wage is not $7.25 an hour. It is zero. Raise the wage too high and you'll be out of a job. The same goes for billionaires. If you don't like getting 19% or 30%, perhaps 0% will serve you better. If you really don't want the $973 million in taxes from one man, Jeff Bezos, then good. Get greedy enough, and you won't get a single cent.
1: Does
0: so you wanna buy or sell a home in these times? I mean, if, you, if you're Jeff Bezos, they'll probably just give you the home. That's what the world is set up as. However, you need an agent that's gonna be able to get you through a tough circumstance. In a market like this, buying a house is gonna to be tough. You need an agent on your side. Don't go in there by yourself. Don't go with the agent that's selling the house. Go in there with a buyer's agent and have them help you get control of that transaction. Or if you're selling your home, this is like the hottest market you're ever going to see. So. Maybe make sure you get the best price you possibly can. Real estate agents I trust is Glenn's company. Glenn is coming up in just a moment. Maybe he'll even tell you something about it, but I can tell you he's told me a lot about it over the years. When you have an agent that doesn't serve your interests, you're in big trouble. You could have a really bad experience with a gigantic part of your financial future. We can't all be Jeff Bezos. We can't all have everything handed to us like he did. A guy who just walked in with a crappy desk and a crappy spray-painted banner and turned it into one of the biggest companies in the world. You, on the other hand, are going to get screwed unless you have a real estate agent you can trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go to find that person. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Joining me now via our patented Beccovision cameras is Glenn Beck, his newest special airs tonight right after the show. You don't want to miss it. It's called Biden's Hustle Takeover, the Great Reset of America. 9 p.m. Eastern right here on Blaze TV. Uh, Glenn, the thesis here is, I mean, because you've been saying this a lot, that Biden, he's not the mastermind of this takeover. Who is? No.
1: Uh, well, let me go down the chain of command here. It is uh, Biden at the bottom, then Obama's team, then Obama. Then I think it's Karl Marx. (laughs) (laughs) That's the structure of our government now. So it really does go back to the Obama
0: administration. Why? Why do you say that?
1: Okay, so it it absolutely does. First of all, those are all the people that were around him. You notice that uh, um, uh, Barack Obama is... Much more involved now. You're seeing him everywhere. He's got a big special on CNN on Friday. Um, I hope he mentions me by name. Uh, Anyway, uh, he's, he's everywhere now. But that's because he's actually running... This administration, his people are running it, but it is the same philosophy and the same tactics of Barack Obama. That's why you're seeing things. I mean, honestly, do you think anyone does anyone believe that Joe Biden thinks of mothers as birthing people? No, no, <laughs> no, I don't. No, not a chance. Not a chance. Joe Biden is so far gone, I think, uh, that all of this stuff is being done. Uh, And he's going one direction and he thinks he's being, you know, a radical, progressive Democrat. But what he doesn't know is the administrative uh, arm of the administration is is changing everything, literally everything. And it's all in line with not only Obama's uh, agenda, his real agenda, not the one that he always said, oh, I'm, you know, I'm for moms and apple pie and baseball. And boy, I'm the best basketball player to ever be in the White House. Not that bullcrap, but what he actually believed. And, uh, you know, I started the radio show today with quite a rant on Barack Obama. Uh, Because he's making fun of parents who think that critical race theory is the most important thing. And I got to tell you, I think it is. All of this Marxism is being shoveled to our children. We'll show you in tonight's special what's happening uh, in schools. This is more of a tonight is more of a report card. Let me let me show you what the Marxists and the great reset people are doing. And let me show you how it's working out so far. It's not good. Uh, And then Dan Crenshaw joins me as well after that. Yeah,
0: it's going to be a great show. Um, You mentioned the critical race theory. You're not saying that you think the difference between calling someone a mother and a birthing person like these are examples of critical race theory and what it. And it's the types of basic structural changes it makes. But it's not just like language. It's not just wokeism. It's not just cancel culture. It is the entire thing. And it's an effort to kind of change Correct. everything about our country.
1: Correct. But that's what critical race theory really is. It's about destroying all of the old thoughts, institutions, anything that has been held sacred mothers, for instance, families. You know, BLM says one of their stated goals is to destroy the nuclear family. So the way to do that is to uh, start dismantling the words around family, mother, father, son, daughter. Um, when you start to, to lose all of those things, you begin to lose the family. Uh, and it's easier to separate people as well, because if you continue to call your mom mom uh, and not a a. a a birthing person, uh, then you are probably one of those rebels that need a little more education.
0: Uh,
1: So you mentioned
0: Barack Obama not mentioning your name, but it has been interesting to see him as kind of these active interviews he's been doing lately, where he's referring to a real moment in his presidency that changed things as the reaction Mm -hmm. to... The police acted stupidly. A very famous moment, of course, early in his presidency. Uh, You famously uh, went on Fox News and uh, talked about that incident, made a couple comments. I don't remember exactly what they were, but there was something said there. Oh,
1: I do. (laughs) I do. I (laughs) I said that he, uh, I believe that the president is a racist. No, wait, that's not quite right. He just seems to have a deep seated hatred. For the American, I'm uh, sorry, the white culture. Mm. And, uh, uh, and of course, I was just lambasted for that. How? Sure. What do you mean by white culture? I don't know. Ask your local neighborhood elementary school teacher what they mean about white culture. Uh, I just didn't. I, I knew something was wrong, and I couldn't put my finger on it. It's critical race theory. I, I wasn't aware of all of the, you know, I didn't hang out with the cool Marxists like Barack Obama did. So, yeah,
0: you know, it's funny going back to that moment. And of course, you know, we went through that together uh, behind the scenes and and all those conversations uh, back then. One of the things we talked about at the time was that, you know, you correctly pointed out that in Barack Obama's own book, he he talked about all the problems with the white culture. And that was sort of the I think that's why the free, the phrasing was in your head in that way. Fast forward, though, you know, what is it, 10, 12 years? It is I, watch any broadcast, all the same people that were critical of you for talking about white culture back then are all saying what a massive problem it is now.
1: But see, this is this is the key to Marxism. First, you have to destroy people. You have to destroy. That's why cancel culture is happening. You have to discredit and destroy. So, the first thing you do is say it's a conspiracy theory or you're a racist for saying it. You deny it, even though it, I mean, this is Cass Sunstein's words. Even if it ends up to be true, you destroy first. This is the thing that Marxism, uh, is all about destruction. That's how you earmark it as evil. There is nothing that, uh, it does not destroy. It destroys souls it destroys people it destroys nations it destroys wealth it destroys ideas it destroys relationships there is nothing that marxism doesn't destroy Mm. speaking of this uh let's go over to wuhan
0: i have a timeshare there you can join me glenn uh, maybe for the weekend uh but it's
1: i'd love to (laughs) who would want to miss we're close to the wet market where i think you buy Bathing suits, I'm not sure. Something wet, I don't know. Um, But in that area, there (laughs) happen to be
0: a couple of laboratories, uh, interesting locations for very dangerous bat coronavirus uh, uh, research. I mean, just off the surface on this uh, issue with with the lab leak, maybe it's a good idea to not take bats from 900 miles away and study them in the vicinity of 10 million people. That just off the bat seems like a bad idea, even if this wasn't a lab leak. But have you been surprised by the media who has seemingly had a, a come to jesus moment on the lab leak. Uh
1: n- yes and no. Um yes because it leads to condemnation of China. Uh n- and it it looks almost like an exoneration of uh, Donald Trump. Um but uh no because It is so blatantly obviously true and it was such a big deal they would have swept this under the rug had it not been that it destroyed you know so many things oh marxism it destroyed so many things in the world and so many things in america and people are hungry because of it and are are we're starting to have inflation because nobody wants to go back to work they couldn't ignore this However, as you and I talked about on the radio today, there is a possibility that um, you're going to see the scapegoat uh, Fauci get nailed to the wall um, because he his participation in Wuhan, his knowing. Um, subversion of the law or the 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 skating around the fence to make sure that this gain of function uh, technology happened at the Wuhan lab. It could be spun in a way to make America look like the evil one and China as the innocent dupe uh, and Fauci as the bad guy, which you know, NBC Universal, which makes a few movies and wants the market of China, uh, you know, uh, ABC Disney, um, you know, they also would like to not be hammering the Chinese so they could keep their uh, their parks open. Uh, I think you're going to see that Fauci and the United States are going to come out looking bad in this. Uh, mm. And, of course, China it was just a hapless bystander
0: Uh, just the hapless victim there Uh, one thing i think has been interesting in that like a lot of these like mainstream sources who have come to this conclusion that hey the lab leak theory should be considered has gone to their audience who they've been telling it's a conspiracy theory for months and months and months and have to come up with a reason as to why it was understandable uh, to not say this and say the opposite for all this time Have you been surprised to see the media basically admit to their audience over and over and over again? The reason we didn't take this seriously is because Donald Trump said it. So clearly you understand they're just coming out and admitting that without really any hesitation at all. Well,
1: it's really interesting because um, that's what they pounded uh, George W. Bush for doing just the exact opposite, because um, Saddam Hussein said he had weapons of mass destruction. And made everybody believe, because he was in a corner, he could not let Iran or Saudi Arabia know that he didn't have weapons of mass destruction. George Bush took him at his word and looked at all of the evidence that he, Saddam Hussein, had created to fool his neighbors in the region. And they just said, you know, uh, he lied and people died. Mm. Well, isn't that interesting? I mean, it is, it's very, it's, it's almost the same uh, scenario because Donald Trump said it, they were against it. And whatever he said had to be untrue. So he told the truth and they rejected it because of who he was and people died. It's
0: not supposed to be how it works, uh, at
1: least in my understanding. No. Um, You look Adolf Hitler said a lot of crazy, crazy things. He was a liar. He was evil. mm -hmm. Um, But you should take him seriously. That was the problem with the German people. He clearly outlined the Holocaust and let's get rid of all the Jews in in Mein Kampf. He said it. Nobody actually believed he would do it because that's too crazy. You have to believe people no matter how crazy they are. It, it is the job of a reporter and a journalist. All the editors should be fired. All of them should be fired, if not also all of the journalists. But the editors, for some reason, were allowing somebody to say, oh, yeah, that's just a lie. Well, have you checked it out? Have you listened? Have you talked to the other side?
0: No, yeah, there's no pushback because there's no pushback needed because you have an answer. Donald Trump said it, so we don't
1: have it. Yeah, but, but see the. the There is also another problem with this. Your your own director of the CDC was being uh, was getting death threats from scientists. What's that all about that? That's not worth even pursuing. They knew that at the time. Why would they be so virulent against it? The reason why they didn't follow that is because they felt the same way about people who supported Donald Trump. And they thought anybody who was saying that it was happening at the lab was only saying it because they were a supporter of Donald Trump. That's how twisted they have become.
0: Let me take you down one more road here before I let you go. Uh, we had Our friend Andrew Wilkow was in town the other day, and we were, we were chatting. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to see, because we were in Texas, and we see uh, Greg Abbott, who gets a, you know, a decent amount of heat around these studios for not doing mm-hmm. uh, the right thing sometimes, to see
1: Andrew, who lives well, in... Well, no, 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 not being, not being, uh, not being the absolute constitution. Uh, You know, I'll spear anybody who comes near to the Constitution. Right. He's a dream come true for most of the country.
0: Right, that was kind of what I, I, I understood when I'm talking to Andrew is he has uh, what Phil Murphy in, in New Jersey. Uh, and, you know, to oh, him, uh, you know, uh, uh, Greg Abbott's a dream. But there, I, I want to just see what your take is. And if you put any thought into this at all, because it's been bubbling up in my mind quite a bit. There's this sort of love affair going on with conservatives on, you know, Ron DeSantis is probably the biggest example of this. Mm -hmm. Um, And Greg Abbott's done a bunch of this stuff as well recently of this this sort of splashy um, thing uh, from a state level on an issue that we really agree with. Like, you know, DeSantis off the top of my head with vaccine passports, critical race theory. He's done it. um, The big tech limitations that they can't, you know, pull uh, politicians offline. And they're big and they're splashy and they're things, generally speaking, we agree with. But are we worried that governors are now taking this active a role in private business, in local schools, uh, in, in, in speech issues? I mean, there's part of me that feels like this sort of stuff could backfire at some point.
1: Well, isn't that the charge on Greg Abbott now, um, because Greg Abbott is getting involved in some things, and they're saying, "Whoa whoa whoa, you can't stop private companies from having a vaccine passport uh, so you know he's really because he lives in Texas, nothing is good enough, and even the things that uh, even the things that he does do to protect the Constitution, then you have those people who are like wait a minute. The Constitution doesn't allow you to do that. You know what I mean? Right. So when he's trying to protect uh, the Constitution, he actually is charged with violating the Constitution. He's in a very difficult place. Very difficult.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I think this is a longer conversation we need to get into because it's, it's a big one on the conservative yeah. side right now. Glenn yeah, Beck, is. however, uh, is taking on something really important tonight. Biden's uh, hostile takeover, the Great Reset of America. You don't want to miss this. 9 p.m. Eastern right after the show. And- Go ahead, Glenn.
1: And I think this is uh, uh, Dan Crenshaw's first interview since, uh, you know, he was having problems with his eye and had eye surgery. Oh,
0: wow. So this is going to be a big one. Don't miss it. Uh, Blazetv.com slash Glenn. You get uh, Glenn, of course, all the other great shows. Jason Whitlock coming on the team here very soon. Uh, Blazetv.com slash Stu. The promo code is Stu. That's how they know you like this stupid show. You'll save 10 bucks and you get to see Glenn's special. What a deal. Glenn, thanks for coming on. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in tonight. There's just so much of America left to do, and I can't do it alone. If you haven't yet, checked out my Instagram page, at America for exclusive picks and content. Plus, the link in the bio will take you to any platform you want to stream this stupid little show completely free, including the podcast there. You can rate and review this podcast. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars. Remember that. Just in a little quick review. You know, it's great. Whatever. It's not a big deal. Whatever you want, Uh, just make sure the five stars are there. And because we're all so thrilled that the Lakers have been knocked out of the championship, uh, I will say let's all celebrate with a brand new Don't Be an Idiot, Don't Be a LeBron t shirt. Uh, You won't be an idiot or a LeBron for buying one. We also have mugs there as well. Check it out at don'tbealebron.com. And remember, don't be a LeBron. Don't do it. Also, don't be a Cuomo. Do not be a Cuomo of any type. Don't be an Andrew Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo was awful. Don't be a Chris Cuomo, Chris Cuomo was worse. Those are things that we all know inherently inside of our souls. Andrew Cuomo is, uh, they're still going on with this investigation into him right now. Federal prosecutors have subpoenaed material related to his uh, book. Um, Prosecutors working for the U.S. Attorney's Office in uh, Eastern District of New York, asked for communications related to Mr. Cuomo's October 2020 book, American Crisis. I happen to have a, a copy of it right here. He can get, talking about contracts, materials used to pitch the book, um, uh, all sorts of things. And they're looking for this because they want to see what is actually going on behind the scenes as all this nonsense was happening. Now they did say um, the, it looks like they are expanding the, uh, the uh, <laughs> it's really loud. He wrote a lot of words. No one's one's saying that. Um, They're looking to expand the uh, initial scope of of what they were going for. This is all related mostly to the nursing home stuff. Then, of course, in addition to that, there's the attorney general report that's going to come out about sexual harassment. He's got a bunch of stuff just kind of hanging around right now. He's in this nice little hibernation state where he's not in the news every day because, you know, I mean, people are like, "Well, we got to wait for that report." Uh, and really, this is held in federal pro- prosecutors' hands and in the, attorney, uh, the state attorney general's hands. What will they say? And then we can see what the uh, act is. Although, at least we know, I'm sure, that Chris Cuomo would never advise him about how to handle any of these matters. Um, and why would we think that, other than the fact that it's already been proven? Uh, also, we have more controversy now, and this is getting interesting. More controversy between Kamala Harris and the squad. Kamala Harris uh, came out the other day and said this, and this has become very problematic for the the ladies of the squad.
2: I want to be clear to folks in this region Mm -hmm. who are thinking about making that dangerous trek Mm -hmm. to the United States-Mexico border. What should they do? Do not come.
0: What? But I thought, do not come. But I thought Trump was out of office. I the United
2: States will continue oh. to enforce our laws and <gasps> secure our border.
0: No, no, you. There do. are
2: legal methods by which migration can and should occur. Oh,
0: okay, you can go legally, but what happens but if it's illegal? we, as
2: one of our priorities, will discourage. Discourage illegal illegal migration.
0: Oh my gosh!
2: And I believe if you come to our border, what, what, you what? will be turned back.
0: Oh no.
2: So let's discourage our friends, our neighbors, our family members from embarking on what is otherwise an extremely dangerous journey.
0: Is that Mike Pence? Who was that? (laughs) This is fascinating. When reality hits these candidates, when they actually get into office, we all know there's a massive crisis going on at the border. Really, the only way to stop it is to tell people don't come once they get here it's very difficult to deal with that's when you have to have a wall and hope people stay on the other side of it but if you can get out in front of it and say hey everybody don't come now if you don't want people to come probably you'd be advised to not necessarily be saying the opposite for a full year i would say that would be the way to start out that process but they're trying to get on the right side of it now this of course is very upsetting to the the ladies of the squad uh, why? Well, of course they never live in reality. It's always a bunch of nonsensical positioning statements and they are trying to say that they are, uh, they can't believe Kamala Harris would be so hateful towards immigrants because as you, I mean, you know, I joke about it, but she sounds just like Donald Trump. I mean, uh, it's the exact same words Donald Trump would say in a speech like that. And that's now whether they live up to that standard, who knows? But that's basically what you would say. So Rashida Tlaib, who is, you know, obviously a socialist, is out there saying she's very upset at the Biden's the Biden administration's U-turn on immigration policy and saying its new messaging is the equivalent of stay there and die. This whole stay there and die approach is not how our country will promote a more humane and just immigration um, uh, system. Uh, Harris, of course, is uh, not commenting on that, though she did pseudo reply to AOC when she had a similar criticism and kind of just brushed off. We'll watch the drama continue uh, here as we go in the in the coming weeks, because it's not going away right now. These numbers are too bad. So this crisis is going to go on if this is their answer to it, which is not it's not a crazy answer, frankly. I mean, uh, this is part of what they should be doing. They should be down there. I think they should they should buy they buy ads on local radio stations, put up giant billboards, turn around. Turn around, Junior. Go back the other way. This is not the way to come. Go back now. What was the, the Mexican president used to say? Uh, if they cross the border, we will send back them. And that's what we should say. Send back them. Don't come up this way. This is not for you. If you want to come up legally, great. Love to have you. Love to have you. Come on up legally. We'll have a, we've got lots of legal immigrants here and they're fantastic. But if you're an illegal immigrant, don't come now. Don't come ever. Come legally. That's what we want. Come legally. We'd love to have you in those circumstances, but not any circumstances of your choosing. I always encourage you to rate this podcast. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars. Make sure to click subscribe. And when you want to listen to this podcast the best way possible. You put on your pair of Raycons, your Raycon wireless earbuds, and you might think, and I've had this, this vibe in my life before, where I thought, I don't want wireless headphones. They're a pain. I'm gonna lose one of them. They're not gonna stick into my ear, and they look dumb. They're dangling below my ear like I'm wearing earrings. I am not, I'm not, if I wanna wear earrings, I'll pick earrings, okay? I don't wanna have a dumb little Apple stick that's hanging out of my ear, it looks silly. Well. Raycon's solved these problems. First of all, you get crisp, powerful, uh, great sound at half the price of some of these other audio brands. And they don't look like Apple uh, earphones. They, they fit flush to your ear. They fit in your ear. like You could like put your head on a pillow and fall asleep with them inside your ear. That's how uh, these things are. Plus, they sound great. They look really cool. They have all sorts of different colors. They're way cheaper. Raycon uh, is offering 15% off their products right now to make it even less expensive for you. These are high quality items as good as any other headphones you're ever going to have when it comes to quality but they cost less and they cost 15% less than that right now if you go to buyraycon.com slash stew buyraycon.com stew 15% off your entire raycon order it's such a great deal you want to grab a pair you want to grab a spare 15% off at buyraycon.com stew b-u-y-r-a-y-c-o-n.com slash stew Another example of cancel culture in action: ESPN has decided to fire Kelly Stewart. She uh, is somewhat famous, uh, female gambling expert. Basically, uh, she had been elevated, had kind of really fast-growing career, and has now had now gone to ESPN. Someone dug up old tweets from her past in which she used nasty language. Uh, the F word uh, to describe uh, gays would be her uh, slur o choice. Um, again, it was never uh, seemingly a uh, situation where she was actually attacking people who were gay. She was just using a, an offensive word uh, to go after people. Obviously, uh, regrettable. And she said as much, you know, obviously she just hasn't done this in a very long time. And she apologized. Never enough. You're never woke enough. You never had that uh, turnaround. Turn so she's out, out. I'm glad we got rid of another one because, uh, gosh, she just seems like a terrible person. And we should all hate her because what she tweeted, you know, 10 years ago. By the way, I will, I will uh, turn you on too, to the uh, the new Barry Weiss uh, podcast. Uh, her first episode I listened to today was fantastic. It's uh, a story I didn't know. An unbelievable Unbelievable example of cancel culture, where the uh, a Palestinian uh, immigrant came to this country, built an entire business, a national business, uh, and then uh, someone unearthed tweets from his daughter from like ten years ago, uh, where she said some bad things, and of course they had to run her out of town and run the ca- they, they had to you know, close down locations and close down the business and like it's it completely overreaction, uh, it just a n- nonsensical thing. This happens over and over and over again. <sighs> I just don't know how it ends. It doesn't seem like it does. Back in a second. There are hundreds of companies out there claiming to compare auto and home insurance rates, but there's only one who actually does it right. Uh, Get better with uh, Gabby. Gabby Insurance uh, is the place to go. Why? I've done it, I've gone through this policy. You just put your current policy in, uh, basically, you know, cause I, insurance can be a little sticky. Like if you don't ex- put the exact same details in when you're trying to compare a couple of policies, you might think you're getting a better deal when you're actually getting worse coverage. You can use your current insurance information to get started. They, they will make sure that you have the exact same policy. So you know, you can look dollar for dollar which one is going to be better. Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. And they're never going to sell your data. They don't do that. No annoying spam. No robocalls. Put your policy to the test like I did. Get a better insurance uh, uh, policy with Gabby. G-A-B-I. It's totally free to check. There's no obligation. Go to gabi.com dot com slash Stu. Gabby slash Stu. G-A-B-I dot com slash Stu. Check it out. Make sure you head to blazetv.com slash Stu. The promo code is stew. Uh, that's how they know you like this stupid show. So you should enter that uh, promo code. Plus, you'll save 10 bucks. Jason Whitlock, if you missed the big announcement yesterday, he's got a new show coming to Blaze TV. Don't want to miss that. It's part of your subscription. All these shows are part of your subscription. And Uh, You know, if you happen to be one of the cool kids, you've made it this far in the show, make sure to go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure to go subscribe to the podcast. We, you know, we need your help to keep this uh, little show on the air. Continues to grow. We're excited about that. But there's still plenty of room to go until we've taken over the universe. So subscribe, rate and review. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars. Uh, There was a bad car accident that happened. um, And sadly, a dog flew out the back of the window of a uh, GMC Yukon and went missing. They found the dog though. Had gone to a nearby farm and just started sheep herding. That's it. I mean, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing.